TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's time for Prep Sports with Damian Lewis. A look at area high school sports across the board. Let's go! Why don't we give it a try? Um, okay. If it's being played, we're covering it here. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Prep Sports with Damian Lewis is on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Day Day Damian Lewis. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Available everywhere on the Odyssey app. Live in the Kia Studios. Welcome to Prep Sports Nation. I am your host, Damian Day-Day Lewis, at the D Lewis for real, at 929 The Game, for all of your social needs of this lovely station, and of course, at PS underscore nation underscore on the X. I said it, the X. It's still Twitter. Anyway, <laughs> this is your weekly one-hour look into the world of high school sports as we recap some of the action I got a chance to take in this past week um, since last Wednesday. We'll look ahead to some action that will be coming up this upcoming week and weekend. And you're going to hear from a lot of coaches uh, throughout the prep roundup, which will be coming up shortly as, again, got a chance to take in a lot of action throughout the past week. And uh, also got a chance to catch up with the Pace Academy flag football team head coach, Ty Johnson, she's been with the program since the inception there at Pace, and uh, the ladies just keep getting closer and closer every year. Uh, I got a chance to see them last week, and I will tell you this. The way they played, and I mentioned this in the talk with Coach Johnson, but the way they played last week in their matchups against Osborne and um, Marietta. Again, I've seen them play the last at least two seasons for sure. I saw a hunger in their style of play um, that it's one of those hungers that you see. You, you, when you see it, you know, okay, this team is probably going to accomplish the mission they're on. So looking forward to you hearing that conversation with Coach Johnson. And, again, a lot of coaches that we caught up with throughout the past week, uh, even today, uh, got a chance to catch up with a few coaches and whatnot. Of course, uh, coming on right now, we're I'm trying to get you in a better mood because, obviously, we just had our post Braves post-game reactions with Grant McCauley and Rob Tribble. And, listen, the Braves, they not just took it on the chin – Man, they uh, they just got flat out beat. Uh, and the crazy stat I'm not gonna get into because we're we're not here to talk about that. But one of the crazy things of note, um, and 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 
Grant and them, Grant and Rob may have touched on this. I didn't get to hear the whole show, so I could have missed it. But don't know if you know this, but ironically, last year during the NLDS, it was Game Three, I believe it was, in which the Phillies put up six runs, the same exact inning like they did tonight. And guess who was on the mound? Yeah, Nola. Crazy. Talk about deja vu. And listen, Bryce Harper. He made a mistake last night. He was super apologetic. He was very sorry for that mistake. And he proved it tonight. So, hey, tomorrow night, Braves get another shot at it. Let's see if they can even this thing up. At this rate, uh, we will have to close out at home, which could be a good thing. But first, we got to take care of business tomorrow night. And uh, we got to get back home for a game, not come back home to uh to to unpack the lockers. We got to get back home to uh extend this thing out into Saturday. So not gonna beat up on the Braves because that's not what this show is about. We're here to highlight what's going on in the world of high school sports here in Georgia. Of course, we do talk on some things nationally when it warrants it, but for the most part, we keep it right here at the crib. All right. So with that said, let's go ahead and do what we do and get into the prep roundup. It's time for the Prep Roundup on Prep Sports with Damian Lewis. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to Damon Jefferson. He's a Georgia High School Association official and ran into him at my son's homecoming games last week. I was PA announcing, and he was one of the officials and. They, uh, the crew, they actually had to do all three of the middle school games that day, and they just kind of rotate on who's up in the booth operating the clock. And so he came up, uh, I believe, during game two of the day to operate the clock, and he actually recognized my voice. I'm telling you, man, every time, this is getting really cool. This is really cool for people to uh, to run into people, and they say they recognize my voice and then realize it's because they hear me on the game. So uh, really awesome stuff. But his daughter, uh, she's a member of the Sprayberry Yellow Jackets basketball team heading into her senior year. But I told him I'd give him a shout-out, so definitely want to do that again. Damon Jefferson, uh, official for Georgia High School Association. Daughter plays over at Sprayberry Hoops. Definitely will get a chance to check her out and uh, when the season rolls around, which is here, and we'll start talking hoops, more hoops, really relatively soon. So uh, get ready for that. All right, uh, got to give out some local shout-outs before we get, uh, recap the week. Congratulations to Jada Jackson of the North Paulding girls basketball team announcing her commitment to Wheeling University early this week. And, of course, if you remember, Jada was actually on the show a couple of months ago. Got a chance to see her in the Lady Wolfpack Put in some work, winning a region championship, region tournament championship back during the 2022-23 hoop season. And uh, just really proud of, you know, always proud of any of the student athletes uh, when they make their commitment announcements, especially when I've had a chance to actually see them in action. So congratulations to Jada on that commitment. Also, I want to congratulate a couple of Whitfield Academy Volleyball members, Elizabeth Sella, 150 career aces this past week, and then Joel Walker, 100 career aces this past week. And speaking of Whitfield, we're also going to hear from their head coach because they were in the semifinals of their area tournament tonight and uh, got a chance to catch up with Coach Ladford. So you'll hear that coming up here in the look back part of the prep roundup. Also, I want to give a shout out and congratulations to the North Cobb Warriors softball team. Last night, they picked up a 4-1 win over Cherokee. 
and they won their first region championship in program history. And, of course, you know, I had Coach Turchin on the show about two weeks ago. So congratulations to Coach Turchin and the Lady Warriors. That's really big right there. And uh, now they'll get ready for the state tournament, tournament uh, number one seed. And uh, they're currently 26-0. and 0. They're rolling. So congratulations to North Cobb on that first region title in program history. And speaking of another first, want to give a congratulations to the second-year second year softball team clinching their first playoff berth in program history following their 5-4 win over Walton Grove, Walnut Grove, I should say, on Tuesday. So congratulations to second-year softball getting ready for their first postseason action. All right, last week, staying in the softball realm, got a chance to check out the last of the Trojans. They picked up a 10-2 win over Roswell. That particular win extended their streak to 21 in a row, um, and they would go on to pick up two more wins following that, closing out their regular season, a win over Harrison and a win over Johns Creek, 24-1, and their season rec- regular season record uh, in that streak at 23 currently. Uh, I think that's the number. Yeah, 23. So, But anyway, after that game, caught up with head coach Jason Campbell. Coach, congratulations on the win there. Um, obviously, now your, your girls there just still rolling there uh, with that win streak. But, you know, just talk about real quick uh, before we talk about the game, just, um, you know, what's been kind of keeping them on track for you? Well, we don't worry too much about records. Um, it's a game, you know, game by game battle with us. We just, we worry about ourselves. You know, what good are we doing? What things that we're doing bad. Um, if we can control what we do, everything else takes care of itself. All right. Speaking of control, obviously tonight uh, you guys pretty much were in control of this one here. Uh, Roswell did try to come back, you know, kind of get a little rally spark there in the bottom of the third, but you guys were able to settle in pretty quickly there. Um, you know, just when you see your girls kind of, you know, go through those and see things like that kind of happen, you know, what is it? What's your conversation? What's your words to them to just kind of get them to, you know, settle in? And well, get- that's, that's the thing talking about controlling what we can control. Um, we jumped out on them early and then we just kind of settled in and didn't, you know, didn't press the gas. And those are the things that we got to work on on a daily basis is once we got somebody down, keep pressing that gas and, and keep trying to score runs. It's what we do. Um, you know, putting the ball in play. We're not a home run hitting team, but um, we just put it in play, beat it out and keep it rolling. And if we, if we can't do that, then we're, we're dead in the water. All right, obviously, just two more games left here before you close out the regular season. What's going to be key for you guys down the stretch? Uh, you know, make a trip to Columbus. Pitching. Pitching is going to be the deal. If we can put it in play and then our pitching, our pitching has got to, got to, you know, throw strikes, be consistent, keep our pitch count down, and, uh, you know, let our defense work. And once again, that was head coach Jason Campbell, Lasseter Trojan softball team. They'll get ready for some postseason action. And, of course, we'll keep you updated on their status, having a phenomenal season again, just 24-1 and on the season. All right, Friday night, under the lights, on the turf, little football action. Carver Atlanta taking on Monday's Mail. Now, this was a non-region matchup. I know a lot of teams are pretty much in region play right now. Uh, Carver actually is in a smaller region, so they'll kick off their region play this week. But Monday's Mill, unbeaten record on the line in this one, and it was Carver Atlanta. 
Uh, big night for them, a big win for them, because if you look at Carver's record, some may, and I told you this last week, don't look at the record and underestimate them. Uh, I think going into it, there was just one win. But, again, they played Buford. They played Calhoun. They're at 3A school playing some really big, tough competition. They're, they're going after the best. So um, big win for them, 28 nothing. your final, handing Monday's Mill their first loss of the season uh, Carver quarterback Montavious Banks, two touchdowns through the air. And here's head coach Darren Miles after getting the win. You know, I wanted to see a lot of effort. I wanted to see a nasty, us play with a nasty attitude and toughness, right? That was a good ball club. They were undefeated. They've been, you know, pretty much dominating every opponent that they played. And you can see where us playing tough opponents also pay it off tonight. So I think that's a good precursor to our um, region play. All right. Uh, let's start with your defense just real quick. The ability that they had tonight to make them one-dimensional, taking that run game away from them, and then your your DBs just locked down tonight. Uh, how how important was that for you to see that tonight out of those guys? That was really important, you know, because last week we were disappointed. We were disappointed on how we played defense. We played. We lost to a good team, and we were much better than that, you know. So it was encouraging to see them come out and lock down the dev receivers because they have an explosive offense. Quarterback is really good. They got a couple of receivers. You know, even defensively, you think about last week against John Borough, they had three – Defensive touchdowns. You know, so Montez Banks, he did a great job of managing the offense, putting us in a great position. He was good with his reads. So, I mean, couldn't ask for him a better game. All right, and talk about you guys up front on uh, on oh, offense yeah, yeah, because yeah. you guys, yeah. th you fit that, especially in the second half, yeah. you found some ground, uh, you gained some ground, I should say, in that run game as they started opening things up for you. Right. Well, they've been working extremely hard. They're finally coming together. You know, we only have two returning veterans. You know, that's Calvin McCray who's standing by me. And uh, Ja'Cory Johnson, who's the center. Everybody else is brand new. We moved him up from JV. They did an outstanding job. You know, we told them before the game that we were going to rely on them heavily to run the ball and pass when necessary, and he answered the bell. All right, once again, head coach Darren Miles of the Carver Atlanta Panthers. Big win, 28-8, nothing I should say, over Monday's Mill, and they'll get ready for region play. I believe they'll open region play this Friday against Sandy Creek. Volleyball action made my way over to the Walker School. They wrapped up regular season on Tuesday with the tri-match against region rivals Mount Perrin and North Cobb Christian. I was there for their matchup with North Cobb Christian. Now they did fall in the matchup. However, they're in their region. They're going to be in their area tournament, and that area tournament will begin tomorrow for those programs. And uh, they're going to end up facing these three, these two teams again and to determine seeding for the state championship tournament. But following the matchup, head coach Ryan Stadler talked about you know, just really ultimately what the matchups yesterday meant as they prepare for their area tournament and postseason play. We have the area tournament in two days. It's actually going to be playing the, the same two teams that we're playing now, so this is kind of a good little uh, uh, warm-up to really get us ready for Thursday and come back and uh, play hard. All right, and today, what do you want to see kind of from the girls? Obviously, a victory or two would be good, but what would you want to see from the girls today as you kind of get ready for that area tournament? Uh, I mean, our focus all season long has really been about being a team, playing together, uh, trusting each other, um, and so really seeing them come together uh, as a team um, and push hard is is, is is been our goal the whole season, and that's, you know, sort of the final little piece that we're looking for tonight is uh, – play together, be one uh, as a group, and, uh, you know, get the victories on Thursday. All right, once again, that was the Walker Wolverines volleyball head coach Ryan Statler. They'll get ready for their area tournament. Once again, facing off against North Cobb Christian, Mount Perrin, to determine seating 
for the state championship tournament and more volleyball today. Whitfield Academy in the semifinals of the GHSA 1A Area 6 tournament, taking on Mount Vernon and very dominating performance by Whitfield Academy. They're having a very solid year. 3-0, your final on this one. They will head into the area tournament championship game to determine whether or not they'll get a one or two seed. But afterwards, here was coach, head coach, I should say, Courtney Ladford. All right, coach, congratulations. Uh, one step closer to uh, winning an area championship. Um, first off, I just want to say, coming in or uh, watching you all throughout this match tonight, um, your girls, it really didn't take them long to settle in. Uh, you know, Mount Vernon battled you all. Uh, early on in each set, but then your girls kind of settled in, pulled away. What would you say was kind of behind uh, them being able to do so? Uh, we are just focusing on playing really disciplined volleyball, so we focused on the small things. We focused on being able to cover, getting our serves in, hitting our spots, um, and just again, just staying super disciplined so we're able to play point one to point twenty-five, and it's all the same. All right. Obviously, this was a team that you all faced during the regular season, so you knew they'd come in hungry, wanting to get a little, uh, get a win um, in this tournament. But what was your message to the girls as far as you know, you know, kind of along the lines of you know, not taking them lightly. Let's go out there and do what we do. Um, yes, we've talked about from the beginning of the season, every game is just as important as the next. And so we look at it as each a step on the way to the goal. Ultimately, we want to be playing on November 3rd, um, but we're not overlooking any team. We know each team has coming into um, to the gym with a certain amount of skill, a certain level, and they're wanting it just as much as we are. Um, so we're not overlooking anybody. All right, and speaking of not looking over... Uh, overlooking any team, a team that you will now face tomorrow for the uh, area title, a team that you face again during the regular season. What does it take for your girls to uh, come out on top tomorrow night? Sure. Um, so I don't know who won tonight between uh, Mount Bethel and Mount Pisgah. Uh, we've played both of them in Mount Bethel. We beat them. Know what to expect there. With Mount Pisgah, we faced them early in the season. It was our one area loss. Um, that game, uh, a little bit different. We were in a 5-1 for the very first time and missing some of our starters. So I'm excited for what tomorrow will look like with everybody here, everybody healthy. Uh, they're a tough team, um, but I think we'll play them well. All right. Well, either way it goes, you guys are into the postseason. Coach, congratulations and good luck down the stretch. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. All right. Once again, Coach Courtney Lafford of the Whitfield Academy volleyball team. Again, they will get ready for their area tournament championship matchup tomorrow. All right. That's going to do it for your look back and prep roundup. Still to come in the show, Coach Ty Johnson, Pace Academy flag football. Got a chance to catch up with her to uh, talk about, you know, what things, how things have been going for them since she's been involved with Pace and their flag football program since the inception and much, much more. It's all coming up right here on Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9, the game available everywhere on the Odyssey app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, it's all for real. Talking all things high school sports. This is Prep Sports with Damian Lewis. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. On Sports Radio 929, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, available everywhere on the Odyssey app, live in the Kia Studios. Welcome to Prep Sports Nation. I am your host, Damian Day-Day Lewis, and this is your weekly one-hour look into the world of high school sports as we look back on some of the action that was taken in over the past week. Uh, and then look ahead to some of the uh, things coming up. And, of course, we give some headlines and, you know, you get a chance to hear from some great coaches, student-athletes, all of that good stuff. It's all about Georgia high school sports. If it's worth noting, we'll talk about some national stories. But for the most part, we keep it close to the heart, right? And we talk about what's going on right here in the home state of Georgia. Coming up in just a few minutes, Coach Ty Johnson, head coach of the Pace Academy, Lady Knights flag football team. She's been with the program since their inception there at Pace. Uh, and since really flag football has been incorporated as a sanctioned Sport for uh, GHS by GHSA, I should say, and Pace is, um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I've got a chance to see them play the past couple of seasons. And one of the things I got a chance, we'll talk to Coach Johnson about, is just the fact that I, when I got a chance to see them play, just the other day, uh, last week to be in fact, uh, I saw some hunger. I saw, you know, I saw them play. Uh, the way they were playing, it really told me that their mission may be completed this year. And, of course, that mission for them and, and everyone is to bring home a state championship. But they've been knocking on that door, and I feel like what I saw this past week, or last week, I should say, when I saw them in action, I think they 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 are very, very likely to knock that door down. And uh, looking forward for you to hear the conversation with Coach Johnson. And if you have not, you hear me say this regularly, if you have not had a chance, uh, as I scoot my chair, if you have not had a chance to go see some flag football action, I highly encourage you to do so. These young ladies are very competitive. It's very competitive. They are, they look good. Um, and the, the, the biggest thing about it is the scholarship opportunities that are starting to be created because this is another a form of sport. And so it's some of your smaller schools. And sure, it may not be full ride money for in a lot of situations, but it's money, right? And uh, I just love the fact that it's a, it's a whole new avenue and opportunity for these young ladies to further their education and um, do something, play something 
that they love to do. So, again, looking forward to you hearing that conversation coming up in just a few minutes with Coach Johnson of Pace Academy. Uh, real quick, too, want to just kind of because we are in that that phase of crossover, we like to call it. Um, you got your fall sports starting to wind down. You got your winter sports about to crank up here. And uh, it's a fun time. It's a busy time. Uh, I uh, All my ADs out there, shout out to all my ADs because I know uh, there's those times where you may have about four or five events, and that's not even including some of your JV and freshman things that could be going on as well. But the campus can be very busy. You know, spring that crossover from winter to spring, oh, my goodness, that one right there is really crazy because spring sports is we when we have the most active sports activities taking place and so the crossover from winter into spring is uh there's a, a period of about i, I want to say it's like a week or two where man it uh it's something especially now that soccer their start date has moved up into january so um you know good times but i say all that to say softball and volleyball they're winding down as you heard from in the prep roundup from a couple of softball and volleyball coaches uh, you know, area tournaments are wrapping up or taking place or already wrapped up. Teams are starting to find their positioning for the state championship tournaments. And in softball, the things are starting to shake out. Um, starting off in Class 7A, just real quick, want to let you know what's going on up in that, uh, you know, in that world. But you've got Parkview, Colquitt County, McEachern, and East Coweta already lined up on one side of the bracket. Uh, for the state tournament, which will be October 25th through the 28th in Columbus, Georgia. But uh, it'll be East Coweta, very, East Coweta, they are always a very good softball program. Uh, multiple state championship winners. They really should be in the national conversation, as far as I'm concerned, for rankings. Uh, they may have had a, what some would say a down year here or there, but for the most part, they're always in the mix for a state title and actually have brought home several. But they'll be the number one seed on that side of the bracket, Colquitt County number two, Parkview three, and McEachin four. On the other side, it'll be Walton, Mountain View. Uh, we're still waiting on team four, and then North Gwinnett. North Gwinnett coming in with the number one seed. We're waiting to – or I'm sorry, Mountain View will be the number two seed. Walton will be your number three seed, and we're waiting to find out who your number four seed will be. Uh, and real quick, we'll jump down to 6A. And we'll, we'll talk more about this. We'll get more into this in the final segment of the show. 6A, again, a lot of these you know things are still shaking out. But over on one side, you've got St. Pius as the four or three seed. You've got Thomas County Central at the two seed. Rockdale County, the four seed. And South Effingham, the one seed on one side of a bracket. Uh, let's see. You've got Pope, of course. We've had Pope... Um, uh, Kendall, uh, Kendall Frost on. They're the number one seed over on that side. They'll face off against Woodstock, who's coming in at four. We don't have a two or three seed yet. So, well, you know, just to show, I say all that just to say, you know, things are shaping up for the postseason for volleyball and softball. And we'll talk more about what's going on and teams I like in the final segment of the show. Right now, though, I want you to hear from Coach Ty Johnson. Man, she is a hard worker over there at Pace Academy when it comes down to working with her flag football team. And she also trains. Uh, she's in the training. I think she's uh, uh, training 
with the, the, the training department. Let me get it out <laughs> for over there as well. So she works with a lot of student athletes, not just her flag football team. But great conversation with Coach Johnson about flag football, especially there at Pace and the growth of the sport in Georgia. And here is my conversation with Coach Johnson. And we'll head out to the waitfor.com hotline where Coach Johnson joins me now. Coach, first off, I want to say thank you for taking a couple of minutes out of your day to join us here on Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, I want to ask, for you as a coach, what's been the biggest difference heading into uh, this year of the of the flag football season compared to uh, year one for you? I think this year we know a lot more teams are a lot more experienced. They're really figuring out the game and kind of expanding it. So we know that it's going to be a lot more competition, which we want. We welcome. We want the sport to grow and just kind of get better. So it's just been awesome to see even in year four, we're still having first year programs come out, learn the sport and want to get involved. So it's been awesome. It's definitely different though. <laughs> and for your, you know, for your players over the years, what's been the one thing that stands out to you about their growth with in the game. I think mainly it's how much they love the sport, like just watching them literally fall in love with it. So from year one, not being able to know what to do or which direction to run to now really loving it, knowing what to do and passing it on to the next generation. So I think that's my favorite thing is just watching them fall in love with the sport. And that kind of leads into my next question. I'm spending time here on the waitfor.com hotline with Coach Ty Johnson, head coach for the Pace Academy Knights flag football team. In the beginning, what were some of those challenges that you all faced that you have been able to overcome? Uh, just understanding the game like it was brand new for everybody so learning it knowing what to do and then just you know we're women in sports so fighting the, for the respect to get the field time to get people to come out to the games to have refs to come out to the game so it's definitely getting better but that was definitely one of the struggles in the beginning is just trying to find space for flag football. All right I've already had a chance to see you all in action um, this season and I gotta say your girls, and I've, and not to say, because I've seen you all play over the years, and it's not to say that I didn't see hunger before, but there seems to be a particular type of hunger that I saw in the two matches that I saw in your girls um, that they played with. What is it about this group that stands out the most to you? Oh, man, this group is awesome. And really what it is is it's three and four years in the making. Like I have three girls that were with me that very first year, and then most of the rest of them came that second year. So I have nine seniors this year. They've been with me for three to four years, and they just won it. They have been working for it. They've gotten better. We've had the heartbreak of, you know, in first year losing in the second round, second year losing in three, and then last year losing in the semifinals. So they just won it. They've been working for it. All right, spending time on the Wave4.com hotline here on Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9. The game, Coach Ty Johnson, head coach for the Pace Academy Knights flag football team. Um, what are going to be some keys to a successful season for you, Coach? Execution. we got to execute every play, whether it's defense, offense. we got to pull flags, catch balls. <laughs> I like it, right? And last one before I let you go, Coach, uh, let's just talk about the game of flag football in general. I've really enjoyed watching it grow myself over the years. But from your perspective, just talk about what it means to see uh, here now and, uh, you know, again, year four, the sport still continuing to grow, gaining more interest, and you all having been right there from the beginning. 
Oh, man, it's just been awesome. It's a sport that I've played for over 10 years at this point. So from where we started to see it now being in the Olympics, you know, I have a lot of great friends who play for the USA flag team, and they're out there promoting the game, showing the girls that this next level is possible. So and the colleges that are starting programs and just making it making it happen at the next level. So the girls have something to look forward to. Well, great stuff, Coach, and I look forward to seeing you all in action some more this season. And, again, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your day to join us here on Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And I want to wish you and the young ladies nothing but success down the stretch. Thank you so much. I always appreciate your support. All right, once again, Coach Ty Johnson, Pace Academy, Lady Knights flag football program. And, again, those young ladies rolling. And, uh, like I said, I think this could be the year for them. Uh, I really do. So we'll keep an eye out on them and all the teams out there that are uh, looking to bring home a state title. And, again, if you have not had an opportunity to go see some flag football, please do yourself a favor and and go check it out, man. These young ladies, I'm telling you, they are, I've seen some arms, man. I've seen some young ladies throw 40-yard passes. I'm not trying to exaggerate, like bombs, like straight-up bomb so uh definitely if you get a chance go check it out man support these young ladies and again it's another opportunity for them to earn some money to go to school and doing something they like to do so good stuff there all right when we come back we're going to take a look more into the playoffs and state championship tournaments how they're shaping up in the world of volleyball and softball and some high school football rankings plus what i'm looking forward to this upcoming weekend and more it's all coming up right here on Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9, the game available everywhere on the Odyssey app. For the Prep Roundup on Prep Sports with Damian Lewis. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Available everywhere on the Odyssey app. Live in the Kia Studios. This is Prep Sports Nation. And I am your host, Damian Dayday Lewis, at DD Lewis for real, at 929 The Game for all your social needs of this lovely station. And of course, at PS underscore nation underscore on the X. I'm going to get used to that. On the X. The X marks the spot. Anyway. <laughs> How you doing, man? I hope you've been having a great week, of course. Um,. The night probably coming into this show, you may not have been in the best of moods because of the Braves' uh, lost tonight. 10-2, your final. Uh, they dropped to 1-2 and two in the series now. Against the Phillies, they'll look to bounce back tomorrow night, and I, I, I feel, feel like they will. I believe Strider will be back on the mound. So uh, hopefully they can go ahead and do what they need to do tomorrow, bring it on back home, and uh, we'll look to close it out in Game 5. But uh, unfortunately... Very, very uh, disappointing outcome tonight as the Bravos lose one in the NLDS. And it's really just going to be unfortunate if they don't get out of this round for the second year in a row. But we're not thinking like that, right? We're thinking positive. We're, we, we got our fingertips in the air. We're waving our fingertips. Whatever kind of mojo. Right, right, right. Come on, Braves, 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 Braves. Let's get it. All right, anyway, let's get back to what this is really all about, which is your one-hour weekly look 
into the world of high school sports. Of course, you heard uh, in the prep roundup and the look back from several coaches and uh, a couple of student athletes. And then you heard the interview with Coach Ty Johnson of the Pace Academy. Knights flag football team. Flag football is really doing well here in Georgia. And uh, thanks to Coach Johnson for taking a couple of minutes out of her day to uh, to join us here on the show. You heard about some great accomplishments uh, as the North Cobb softball Warriors they won their first region title in program history and currently sit at 26-0 as they now get ready for postseason play. You also heard about the second-year second softball team clinching their first playoff berth in program history following their 5-4 win over Walnut Grove. So just great stuff all around, and this is what Prep Sports Nation is all about. It's all about bringing you the successes of student-athletes, coaches, and just all the milestones and things they get done out there while they're putting in a lot of hard work. I think it's very well-deserved to uh, give this platform, and I'm so thankful for the bosses and powers that be, Mike Conti, Rick Caffey. Uh, Shouts out to Reggie Rouse, man, because he was one of the ones that helped me kind of get back into the fold over here uh, with Odyssey. So um, just thank you to to all those that allow this to happen on the airwaves, and then thank you to the high school community because – uh, Press Wars Nation got kicked off in 2016 is when I started this thing. And I really felt, um, you know, initially like, OK, you know, going to cover some football and some basketball. But then I realized there's so many student athletes putting in a lot of hard work. And I am just so thankful for the opportunity to open up the airwaves. And even if it's just for this one hour to to talk about what I see week in and week out out there. And I am really hoping to uh, at some point be where all I do every day, all day, is give it a, get a chance to talk about what you all are doing out there because it's phenomenal. I say all the time, Georgia, hands down, as far as I'm concerned, um, could be number one uh, when it comes down to producing high school talent. Uh, I mean, if you combine all the sports, we're rolling, man. I mean, look at the World Series. How many guys have they said raised in Georgia? Hmm? Like, just think about that. So, I mean, that's just that. Football, we already know. Basketball, we know. So, I mean, it's just really cool just to see. And I'm just glad that I'm, I've started this at a time where now I'm starting to see a lot of student athletes that I covered in high school doing well uh, on the high school, I mean, on the collegiate level and some now even on the pro level. So it's really, really just cool. And, again, I'm just very thankful for the opportunity to do this. All right, let me get off of that. Let me get off of that. Uh, real quick, what I'm looking forward to this upcoming week before we get into some some more of how things are shape, shaping up in the world of volleyball and softball when it comes to the playoffs. And we'll look at some rankings, too, for high school football. But uh, first off, Friday, Dalton and Cass. Football, under the lights. Big region matchup. Of course, Cass coming off. A very exciting overtime, unfortunately, on their end loss to Cartersville this past week. So uh, now they're head up to Dalton. One and one, both teams in the region. So obviously this matchup will have a lot of implications on those region standings as teams try to, you know, stay at the top and, and lobby for, for seeding. And, of course, you know, with football, there is no region tournament. So... The main goal, one, is to to end up in the top four of your region. That's that's goal number one, right? But 
uh, obviously, you want to be number one, maybe number two. You want to try to grab a one or two seed uh, if possible. But uh, ultimately, you just want to be in the top four when the region comes to an end. And speaking of Dalton, my sons, uh, you've heard me mention Caleb and Cade, shout out, I mean, Caleb and Carson, and shout out to Lil' Cade and Lil' Carter. But Caleb and Carson, they actually play for the Junior Spartans, the Campbell Junior Spartans program. So they actually will be taking on the Dalton uh, junior program or middle school program. I don't know what they call themselves up that way. So we're actually looking to uh, actually go up there Friday night. I'll cover the Dalton and Cass game, and we'll just stay in Dalton and wake up Saturday morning and sit at the stadium all day because one's on the sixth grade team, one's on the eighth grade team, so there's really nothing we can do in between the games. So from, uh, I think, 9 a.m. probably till about 2 a.m., that's where we'll be. Then... Something else I'm looking forward to, not related to high school sports or sports necessarily in general, but homecoming for Morris Brown College. If anyone out there is a Morris Brown alumni, shout out to you. Of course, homecoming this weekend. I know we don't have the football festivities and things of that nature, but for those that know, those that have come out of Morris Brown, they know homecoming is still a special moment for us and now the school here in year two of accreditation being fully accredited uh things are only looking up but i will do my best to get down there as soon as we get back from dalton which so i may not get to the yard till about probably six seven o'clock uh but people are still going to be out there it'll be harder for me to see people because i'm blind but um <laughs> looking forward to going to homecoming. I always miss it, or if I go, I'm only able to go for like an hour at the most, but really looking forward to uh, stopping by the yard there at Morris Brown for homecoming and, and seeing some people. Um, I'm old, so um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> looking forward to seeing a lot of people from when I was in school. All right, let's get back and um, go back into some more of these, uh, how things are starting to shake out in the world of the softball playoffs, and we'll jump over to volleyball and give you some of that too. Uh, I'm not going to try to get through all of this, but uh, continuing with 6A, Blessed Trinity, Etowah already locked in. Uh, Blessed BT at the three seed, Etowah at the two seed. Over on the other side of that particular side of the bracket, uh, Grovetown locked in at three, Wilbert Academy at two, Veterans at four, and Marist locked in at the one seed. Uh, we'll jump down here real quick to 5A. Um, and uh, who's locked in already? Jefferson, shout out to the Dragons. Uh, had coach on, I guess it's been about three weeks now, and they've been having another phenomenal season. But uh, they've already locked in the two seed. They're waiting on their three seed opponent. Centennial's four, Cartersville one. Saw Cartersville in the, I believe it was first round last year against Eastside out of Conyers. Uh, really good matchup there. Uh, lower end of that side, Locust Grove at three, Harris County at two, Coffee at four, and Decatur at one. Decatur low-key has always been really good in softball. I don't think they get the recognition that they deserve. They've been doing their thing. Uh, across from them on that side of the bracket, no one seed locked in yet, but Winder Barrow at four, Cambridge at two, Woodland Cartersville at three. Uh, and then top half on that side, you've got Olad one, McIntosh at four, Ware County at two, and Arabia Mountain at three. So congratulations to all of them. And uh, I'll give you one more 4A. We'll jump into 4A. Uh, a few teams locked in. You got Bainbridge at two. 
Burke County at 4, West Lawrence at 1, across from them, East Forsyth at 2, Miller Grove at 4, Heritage Katusa at 1. No 3C locked in on that side and no 3C locked in on the other side. Uh, on the bottom half of the bracket, Sonorville at 3, Southwest Cab 2, North Hall at 4, no 1 seed yet. Griffin 3, Southeast Bullock 2, Hardaway 4, and no 1 seed locked in there. So that's kind of how things are starting to shape up in um, in the world of softball and the in the um, the state championship tournament. Now, volleyball, we're really probably, I don't think we're going to have anybody in quite yet. Well, no, we I take that back. We have a few. I take that back. I'm lying because there have been some tournaments that have already wrapped up. Um, in fact, in 7A, Parkview again. Uh, Parkview's got the three seed. Lowndes is who they will face in opening round, um, who has the two seed. No one or four over there. There are quite a few seeds not locked in yet. Mill Creek has punched a two seed on the opposite side. Campbell, uh, I saw Campbell uh, about a month ago. Um, really good program. Um, and uh, actually uh, got a chance to catch, with, catch up with Coach after that particular game that I was at. I think they picked up wins over South Cobb and Sprayberry that night. Uh, their opponent not locked in yet, whoever the two-seed will be. Valdosta, four, and Grayson, the one-seed. That's who will face off. Decula waiting on their opponent uh, on the lower half of that bracket. Most teams not in yet, but Decula has a three-seed. East Coweta on the lower end, a two-seed. Archer, a four-seed. And then Richmond Hall, a one-seed. And across from them, Colquitt County, a three-seed. Taking on Brookwood County, a four-seed. Westlake at a four-seed waiting on their opponent. Buford, a one-seed waiting on their opponent. Real quick, let's jump into 6A just real quick. Um, I know, uh, let's see, what do we have? Lee County waiting. Uh, they're a 2C waiting on the 3. Rockdale a 4 waiting on the 1. Lanier a 4 waiting on their 1. Jackson County a 2 waiting on their 3. Jonesboro a 2. Jonesboro's been um, low-key really good the last couple of years as well. I saw their region tournament about a year ago. Waiting on their 3-seat opponent. Tiff County a 4 waiting on their 1. Appalachia a 3 waiting on their 2. Morrow, a three, waiting on their two. Veterans, a one, waiting on their four. North Forsyth, a one, waiting on their four. Woodward Academy, also a one, waiting on their four. Houston County, a three, waiting on their two. All right. Um, so that's just how things are starting to shake, shape up. Again, you got a lot of the area tournaments that are taking place over the next couple of days. And all that has to be wrapped up uh, by the weekend. And so we will have full brackets uh, once Monday rolls around. All right, let's talk about some football rankings. Um, of course, real quick, big game on ESPN, actually, this week on Friday, and that's going to be Buford taking on Mill Creek. Both teams coming in unbeaten at 6-0, and and uh, this is a region matchup. So, of course, this, um, this, this could very well be who your region champion will be once this winner is decided, but you never know. You never know. There's still a few more weeks to go, so... You never know how things can go. But coming in in 7A, shout-out to Georgia High School Daily, Football Daily. Uh, we like to follow their rankings. But Buford comes in at 1 in 7A, Mill Creek 2, Walton 3, Colquitt County 6, Newton with a big matchup this week against Brookwood at 5. All five of those teams coming in at 6-0. 6 is Carrollton at 6-1, and one, Parkview 5-1 and one at 7, Grayson 4-2 at 8, Westlake 6-1. At nine, North Cobb three and three at ten. Six A Gainesville at six and zero. Oh, one Thomas County Central seven and zero. Oh, 
to Douglas County. Saw them in a big game against Langston Hughes that they picked up a win. Big, big. That was a great game. Uh, they're number three at 7-0. and Lee County 6-1 and at number four. Hughes, Langston Hughes, 5-2 and at number five. Houston County 6-1 and at six. Rome 6-1 and at seven. Marist 5-1 and at eight. Roswell 6-1 and saw them. Pick up a big win over Blessed Trinity a couple of weeks ago. They're at nine. Wilbur Academy four and two at ten. Uh, I'll give you one more because we gotta get ready to wrap this up. Five A Coffee at six and zero oh, coming in number one. Creekside, uh, the Swamp <laughs> coming in. What up, Coach Dixon and Coach Doctor Coach Choi? Uh, they come in at five and one at number two. Jefferson the Dragons at six and zero. Oh. At number three, Cartersville, 7-0. and Again, they had that big win, overtime win over Cass this past week. They're 7-0 and at number four. Ware County, 4-2 and at number six. Calhoun, 5-2 and at number – or Ware County, number five. Calhoun, number six at 5-2. and GAC, Great Atlanta Christian at 6-0 and at number seven. Hiram, 6-1 and at five. Warner Robins at 4-3 and at nine. And um, Kel coming in at 5-1 and at ten. All right, so that's just some some of your rankings there, and that's really going to do it this week. We'll start diving more into your rankings because, again, now we're pretty much into region play from here on out for the majority of the state, and uh, every game is going to matter for a lot of these teams. So we'll be keeping an eye on that because uh, we'll be getting close to postseason play. And, of course, speaking of postseason play, softball and volleyball getting ready to kick things off. So we'll get into that over the next few weeks and uh, keep you up to date on, on the rounds. Cross-country going to start winding down, so we'll get back into some cross-country talk next week as well. And, uh, again, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I want to thank you for tuning in. Again, I love the opportunity to take this hour and to shine a light on what's going on in the world of high school sports here in the state of Georgia. Thank you, to uh, uh, again, to the high school community for allowing me to come into your world. And until next week. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend. This is Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9, the game available everywhere on the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.